Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. This is episode 76 of the After Lodge podcast, spreading the intemperatures and excesses of brotherly love, relief, and truth to carnies, turning cops upside down in carnival rides, starting brawls in concert beer gardens, sleepless, sunburnt, and hungover for charity. Currently sitting in the smoke-filled back room of a lodge near you. This is After Lodge Harlan, joined as usual by the bearded sensation, After Lodge Jason. Hey! Use my proper title. The, the oh, the never right worshipful after lodge, Jason. Thank you, sir. Got it. Got it. Of course, always there's right worshipful Bob sitting mm. over there. He hasn't been out here one day this weekend, except nope. for that one day he came out to yell at us yeah. while we were all working. Mm-hmm. We got uh, there's almost producer. a plot of twi- twelve of fifteen out there that night. He needs to watch himself. Got ass producer Marshall in the studio. Hey, hey, hey. And for the first time, I think, ever, ever, we have uh, Brother Squared, who we often talk about but never hear from. Hey, how's it going, guys? Whoa, hey. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I thought we had an age limit on this podcast. You had to be this tall to ride. Oh, I'm that tall, just not that He's old. He's that tall. He's just not that old. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's only 12. I was trying to go with the and carny theme. as a special treat, here in the studio audience, we have Nipples. nipples! What's up, Nipples? nipples. <laughs> Show him to me real quick. Oh, he's oh, not going to say anything. Say hi. Come on. Ah. That's the happiest I've ever seen somebody to have <laughs> nipples yelled at him. Yeah. He perked up. It's like he was a stripper working in a Tijuana bar when the frat boys showed up. He was excited. So, uh, nipples is uh, one of our entered apprentices. And uh, not only is he learning the craft of Freemasonry, but also the newfound, complex, and sophisticated art of Masonic podcasts. Well, here's the thing about Nipples. Nipples, although only in EA and only beginning his Masonic journey, is already more knowledgeable in some respects than some of our brothers who have become masters. He's been flipping pancakes for quite a while. Yes. When some of our third degree masters have never ever flipped a pancake. He's a professional at flipping some pancakes. He is... Actually, he doesn't do much pancake at all. He is 
Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> Pretty much everything else. He works the pancake, pancake breakfast. Yes. Okay, look, Mike, we understand you're in charge of the pancake breakfast. We're talking in metaphor here. He runs the breakfast. He's your right hand. Okay, no. He's, he's like the, your... He's the left hand man. He's like your spatula. <laughs> he's the spatula that your right hand holds to flip the pancake. Oh. Right. It's high esoterical content. You I, think, I think he just called you a tool is what just happened. <laughs> yeah, pretty much happened, yeah. A useful tool, though. Oh, well, I know some tools who are unuseful. Bob? Like 10 snips. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I used a pair of 10 snips. Why do I even oh, have them in my toolbox? Thinking of Bob, but... Yeah. Well, he's having that surgery, I thought. He may not be a tool much longer. That's that's true. Might be a socket before long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the looks. <laughs> Yeah, so... Well, uh, if he wants to calm me down, he can come on air and calm me down. Mm. You know he won't do that. No. That is because he is yard foul. Yard foul. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how was, how was everyone's week this I week? Think, well, I think more importantly, you didn't introduce yourself properly. Oh, you I are didn't. the fair sensation. The fair director. Head of all things, Command One involved in Italian sausage, peppers, pizza, broken carnival rides, carnival rides. Speaking of that, how's it feel to get thrown under the bus like y'all usually do? Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I was glad I was. I wasn't sure we were going to have a fair for a little while because between sorting out insurance and whatnot and getting all that done. I walked out, and you know there's like these inspectors that show up at these little carnivals to check on the rides. The health inspector was there as well. Well, yeah. Well, that came later. Normally, these ride inspectors are in and out of here in like 20 minutes. They come by, yeah. they're like, this operation looks legit. I'm going to check the big stuff, check off the list, and go. They're like, these guys were here for like four hours on setup day. Well, yeah, they checked they everything. They were climbing on rides, pulling on bolts, and they, they never do that. I they were looking for a reason to close it down, but he checked all the boxes. I think the general rule is if the equipment is under 50% rust, they just go ahead and stamp it good to go. This exceeded the 50% equipment rust level, so they actually have to do their job at that point. Now, do you include, is it just the rides, or do you include the carnies in that count? Because some of them are kind of rusty. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking the rides. They don't really look at the carnies. They they don't go around counting teeth and saying, you got to have at least 304 teeth operating these rides, divided amongst any number of people you need. And but these, these carnies, we, we <clears> initiated <throat> like six of them yesterday. We did. I wasn't there. Yeah. Well, we we did. They're going to form a traveling carny lodge. Yeah. We we didn't do it. What's going to happen? Is this carnival now? We chartered the traveling carnival lodge. Yeah. We went over. That's why it wasn't at the lodge. That's why you missed it. We went over to Carney Town, where they're all set up with their bunkhouses behind City Hall. And of course, you as a Grand Lodge Oopaloopa would have said power. Uh, as far as they know, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Did Did you get their dues? Yeah. Did you get their dues money? That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah. Their charter registration fee. it's money, man. You gotta have money. Yeah. It had to go back to the to the Grand Lodge. You'll get your you'll officer. get your cut, Grand Lodge. Don't worry. I know you're yeah. listening. You'll get your cut. Yeah. Just calm down. No, we uh we instituted the the three degrees of, of carnival masonry. <laughs> I hope you've written this bit out because I haven't. <laughs> no, I was kind of making it up on the okay. go. All right. So uh, yeah, we gave them the uh, carnival setup degree, then the snot nosed kid degree. Sorry. Um. And then the collapsing Ferris wheel degree. Can we talk about my two favorite events from the event, which happened in probably five minutes? Are you talking about when the junior pass master was pulling off pieces of his ass? I wasn't there for that. I've only heard the story. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Um, get to that later. Yeah, me and you missed that one. I want to hear this one too. Me and you uh, checked out. 
we uh, it's it's close to closing. We decided before they closed down the food booth, me and you were going to get some food, use the restroom, get an adult beverage of some sorts. Oh yeah, together. Oh, While sweet. holding hands, <laughs> yes. we took our beer glasses and intertwined our, well, not beer glasses, the margarita slushies that were now melted, so the alcohol had settled, and, you know, intertwined our arms and drunk out them like champagne glasses for the newlywed couple. Of course yeah. we did that. Yeah, I heard you come out of the closet. So. I, I, didn't, I was never in the closet. <laughs> I, I thought we understood this. I'm gay for pay. <laughs> it's just I'm not worth what I would charge myself. I overvalue myself. Oh, it's all in the sound check, buddy. <laughs> It is on digital media. <laughs> anyway, so as we're walking through there, they have this ride that looks like I don't know, like a double, like a like a sidecar on a motorcycle, kind of. Except, oh, that thing looks weird. Man. Yeah, it looks scary. Sketchy. And there's except in, two people get in it and they face opposite directions, and it goes up and swings back and forth for a little while, and eventually it just starts going end over end. And uh, as we were walking through, two of our city's finest. Oh, were yeah. being uh, boxed in. I saw two cops getting put in cages. I got all kinds of sidetracked. Bye, nipples. See you, nipples. nipples. I better see you at the fair, nipples. I know where you live. All right. I'll see you all when you're, uh, See you later. Like 9.30. 9.30 is nowhere near the time you should be there. You should be there in three hours from now. Get there when you get there, man. You're fine. Call in work. Remember your 12-inch gauge. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you. <laughs> so... They box them in, and now they've got them boxed in. Now now half of our town's police force is now in a carny ride. Yep. While the people responsible for probably 80% of the crime this weekend are running said ride. Yes. The carnies. <laughs> all these carnies stood around, man. These, 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 this giant, like, black dude carnival was like, oh, yeah. Now you know how it feels when y'all do it to us. Oh, rough yeah. ride them, man. Really? Rough ride them. Rough ride them. Rough ride them. Yeah. Rough ride them. Oh, man. Get them. Get to them. <laughs> Did the carny really understand where he was? Yeah, I, I don't know. No. He was just flipping no. out. No. He was, he was cracking up, taking pictures, like, yeah. But yeah. it was hilarious. But then the other, the carny that was running it actually did rough ride him, because I guess he can control that thing. So he got it set at the top where it was upside down, and he stopped it. And, like, these guys get their hands on the roof, like, trying not to <laughs> fall and hit the roof of the cab. And He uh, messed with him a little bit. Okay, you know, I, I'm not... You know, I don't care about skin color, but we happen to live in like in a very notorious. This county. area is is very low minority. We're right outside the city we live in, and yes. and just for whatever reason, there's not a lot of minorities here, and there also happens to be a few racist. Quite a few racists. Some of whom were badges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm just, oh my god. I, I I kept trying to look at this guy. No, 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 not here, not here. We need to make sure he's still there. I, I'm not going to get involved in it either way. I, I don't think um, the cops go... I don't know if you saw the last season of American Horror Story with like the traveling circus and whatnot. I don't think the cops go inside of Carney Town. Like They've got oh, it walled okay. off with their bunkhouses. Yeah, no, nobody goes in there. No, you don't How'd go in you, there. Oh, you fit in. I, so. Well, I went in because I was starting the traveling carnival lodge. Yeah. Like the, we got them on our side. Funny when you was walking back out? Uh, no, not exactly. <laughs> How much there's, did you make? There's another story to What's that your that's price? not going to be on the air. <laughs> not as high as yours, Jason. Good, good, good. So then, while these two cops are on said ride locked in, getting themselves a rough ride, I turn around and there's a car coming through the carnival. Oh, yeah, yeah. A vehicle 
while half the PD is on top of the ride, there's two other cops looking at their phones as they're taking pictures this of their fellow cops. Man, the it's like wall to wall kids in this car. There's a car driving, and a car through. drives past, and I look at the cops right through the middle, and then I look at the car. And they don't even, like, they're just like, it's a car through a carnival. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> so I run him down, and I'm like, hey, dude. And he rolls down the window. I'm like, oh, now I'm a little drunk for breathing your air. <laughs> <laughs> this drunk-ass guy in the carnival. Yeah. Cops figured he was driving Well, and then I'm, I'm like, how did he get in here? And the cops are asking how he got in here. And I look back, and that gate that I've been yelling about yeah. all week is hanging open. Literally had said... The reason we have to close this gate is we don't want some drunk son of a bitch riding through the carnival full of people. Yeah, but that was a joke. Like I said, it, it was hyperbole. You said that is like worst case scenario. This is one it, of the reasons you keep this closed. It was. It you was, thought there was, it was no an way exaggeration it would to to just. You know how I do. Sometimes I, I paint in, in hyperbole. Like we we don't need carnival or cars driving through the carnival. You know, it'd, it'd be terrible. Like, that was so ridiculous. It never crossed my mind that that could happen. So then I'm literally walking this guy through the carnival, like pushing kids out of the way to get this car out of here. <laughs> He's like, hey, and how do I get out of here? Harlan's on the radio saying, do you see this car driving through the carnival? This is why we keep the gate closed. Nobody looked. I know. Nobody even looked up. They thought it was a joke. I looked. Oh, did you? Yeah, I looked up and I seen it. I was like, oh, Jason's but got it. How drunk much. do you have to be when you're trying to find a way out to... Find yourself in a carnival, and then say, "Oh, the solution There's to this probably problem a way out. is clearly yeah. to drive deeper into the carnival." I mean, your first thought should be, "Hmm, I'm in the middle of a carnival. Clearly, I have messed up. Perhaps this is the point where I turn around and ask for directions." Nope, gonna come out somewhere. I'm just gonna keep going. I see more kids up there. I'm just gonna keep driving. <sighs> the PD was unconcerned. Was my most concerning. Point. No, they were doing their PR stuff with the cops on carnival rides. It was yeah. Yeah, but while they're doing their PR in the back of their selfies, you're gonna have like 15 kids run over. Is my problem. <laughs> like the background is just gonna be a scene of death and mutilation, and but yeah. the cops are having a good time. Be fair, those kids uh, aren't though. But I'm fine. Oh shit! You know how tired I am, dude. <laughs> like you can't even get you can't even groan at me messing up got, this far we, into the we show. Got one more night of this big city fair. You cannot complain about me messing up this far into the show. I've been spectacular to this point, considering. Hey, didn't yep. one of the cops? Didn't they say one of them threw up or something on the ride? I or think that, I think the carnies were ex yeah, oh, okay. exaggerating. Yeah. Some kid did. Uh, They've got that tilt a whirl that like pins you to the wall and then the floor yeah. drops out and then it tilts the gravity thing. it's right yeah. next to all the food trailers so My if somebody does is, throw up it's just flying and splattering the windows I'm gonna eat like elephant ears and ice cream and the worst stuff there and then I'm gonna get on that thing tonight about 10 o'clock when it's the fullest <laughs> And I'm going to do my best to puke on it because I got a pretty good idea. If you puke straight out on that machine, it's going to hit everybody in the circle. Yeah, yeah, including you. Oh, I yeah, dude, That's I'm taking fun. one for the team on this one just for the story. Can you take off? The, Are you going to uh, have your phone out like this too while you do it? Maybe if you'll let me borrow your phone, I'll do it. But I would rather not have my phone puke covered. Can, just can I you, like my phone being out of puke. Can you most take of the time. off your lodge T-shirt when you do that, you do that and just be? Bare, bare chested like the carny. You'd be like oh, a teddy bear. You'd be like a teddy bear. They'll think you're a carny. I'll take the shirt and tuck it in my back pocket like they do. Yeah. There you go. And Josh does. Josh, Josh, like, literally, we gave him a staff shirt because we had new staff shirts printed this year because we had different sponsors. Off comes the sleeves. Grand Landscaper Josh, we give him a shirt. Every year. Literally within I don't know how five he did minutes. It. The sleeves have fallen off. He's so trash. Like he's like so trailer. 
the sleeves themselves just unraveled and fell onto the ground. Yep. And then he's walking around, and I see him later without a shirt on, and he's got his shirt tucked in the back pocket. And I'm like, Josh, are you getting your fashion sense from every carny here? Are you like, these guys <laughs> These guys are snappy dressers. Because literally, I couldn't tell the difference between Josh and every other person running a ride or setting up something or running a game there. He, oh, it's, it's like, yeah, he, he, fit, right he in. fit right in there. I didn't probably I didn't even notice honestly probably because yeah exactly I couldn't I thought it was a carny and just didn't pay any attention I thought he was gone then I saw him over running the tilt world and I'm like Josh you're with us <laughs> not with them <laughs> he's like oh man the, he dude needed a break hard at me come over and run the machine for him I've never done it before I just I don't know it just felt right he I just, just knew what button to push I was, <laughs> he's born into me I guess <laughs> he's basically like the Anakin Skywalker of carny rides like instead of the force he feels what button to push and can do it. <laughs> I don't know. Did he go home last night, or did he sleep under a truck, or, or wherever else? Like, these these he, carnies he live he in such conditions. Went, there's like one lady staying in like a Ford Explorer. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't care how much money I'm making. I ain't sleeping in the back of a Ford Explorer in the fetal position. Like, I'm, I'm thinking that OSHA just has some kind of giant exemption for carnies and just doesn't even pay attention to them. Like, they, they, they can't. Well, they probably can't understand them when they go out there to check things. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Speaking Welsh, yeah. traveler. I mean, it's, it's the modern equivalent of gypsies. Yeah, that's... that's well, like, the, you know who I felt bad for this week the most? Out of everything at the fair, there's one thing I felt the worst for. Not Harlan. The mayor? No. It, it's got to be, like, a human or an animal. Oh, you know? right. The mayor? Not the mayor. The mayor's had a good time. The mayor... Yeah. Well, laughing at us, he's been having a blast. Yeah, the mayor's had a good time. <laughs> Did y'all see him yesterday, like last night, and the night before last? Mm, I mean, I saw him, but the whole group of kids. It was, you know, oh yeah, kids the running them out. Of the oh, park. that was yeah, that was last night. Yeah, he run them down. He's the keeping up like, with them too. I was like, kind of impressed. The mayor's like, I, I can't find any of my cops. I'm in charge of the police. I guess I got to handle this myself. Well, I mean, uh, me and uh, me and my wife are sitting there at the uh, at the Masonic booth, and I, all of a sudden, I seen this big group of kids run through. Then here comes the mayor right on their heels, and I'm like, what in the world's going on? That dude's like 50. I was quite impressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. He so jumped just... fences and stuff? I was like, damn. That dude missed his calling. He should have been a cop. No, yeah. but the person I felt the worst for is that poor dog. They've got strapped to the bunkhouse oh, no, all don't day. Don't feel bad for that dog, dude. That dog's been having the time of his life. <laughs> Has he? Oh, because he... You, you never watched him? He, he barks me every time I go. He hides behind the tires of that bunkhouse when he sees people coming because there's that, oh, that walking path around the building. Yeah. So he'll hide there. Like I watched him crouch down and wait and like his, his little tail's wiggling. <laughs> and then they walk past and he jumps out behind him and just starts barking as loud as he can. And He's not even trying to bite anybody. No. He's just now messing with people. No, people like I'm a bad dog. I'm like, a bad dog. Fall over and like just freak <laughs> out. And then he's just... You look at him because you're like, this is a menacing carny dog. But then you see like his tail wiggling. He's just having a blast. <laughs> And then when they take off, he'll sink back under the, the under the bunkhouse wait behind the trailer day. or behind the tires. And Sees them coming, wait. the tail starts going. Oh yeah! So the dog's a troll. That, yeah, under under yeah. the carny under the carny he's trailer. A he's, he's a been... carny dog, so it's not surprising. <laughs> no, he's been having a blast, man. That dog could probably also pick it, uh, pock pick it, uh, pickpocket you, <laughs> pickpocket. Well, maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's why he's so happy. When he scares people, they're not paying attention. They and drop he, like, their snaps belongings, his wallet or whatever. Yeah, he's got a pile of it under the under the bunkhouse. <laughs> Eating good tonight. No Perina for me. I'm getting wet dog food tonight. <laughs> oh man! Hey, didn't you know Carney's come to the breakfast this morning? Yeah, no, not that I saw. No. All right, so uh, that's why Tony was trying to give away our food for free. 
None of no, no. The Carnies had to pay. That's why none of them came. I know. Uh, so kind of glad they didn't. They might have stolen the lot. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, the building's gone. It's just a foundation. And we have no more bacon. Damn Carnies! Uh, the 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 asphalt's now rolled up <laughs> and on the back of a truck. Even it's just a no, dirt lot. You come out, and it's just a foundation. With that ugly clock sitting on it. <laughs> Everything yeah, else is They wouldn't take gone. the clock, yeah. They wouldn't take that clock. What are you doing? Put the clock down. We got taste. <laughs> There's a brick over there. Go get that brick. Leave so, the clock alone. So what is this about uh, Junior Worshipful Master uh, oh. pulling his ass off? What yeah. happened? Literally. So we, I had to write out checks to, to pay all the bands that have been playing this week, right? So I, I go yeah. over there. I sit down with the mayor and the sound guy. and So Ray comes over and sits down with us. And uh, he was—he'd been talking earlier about you know he, he worked night shift for most of his adult life, and he's on yeah. day shift now. Yeah. So he's seeing sunlight and whatnot. I guess he was out hoeing the garden or something, and like his is that shirt, a euphemism or was no, he really he hoeing was like a row? out like gardening, like okay. doing legitimate gardening in oh, the sun. And else. you know how you get that plumber's crack thing going on when you're leaned over all that all that I time. I have it just generally. Yeah. So he got sunburn real bad. And it's been itching. He's been griping about it all week. So we're sitting at the table with the mayor and, and a couple city council people. Director of Parks and, and Recreation. And he, he just reaches behind himself and pulls off this piece of skin. And he's like, oh, it's peeling. Throws <laughs> <laughs> it in the grass. <laughs> and then, like, the, no one really notices. I had to call it out. I went, Wait a minute. This, this guy just pulled off a piece of his ass at the picnic table. And nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's gonna. And to be clear, this is not something Ray would normally do. It's just he's now on lack of sleep and completely exhausted, and he's like, "Huh, this is a normal thing to do. Set at this table is to pull off a chunk of my ass, show it to everyone, then throw it on the ground." Yeah, the part of his brain which would normally say, "Ray, we don't do that." <laughs> it's all shut down. Been deadened. Man. The sunburn, lack of sleep, hangovers. Yeah, my forehead is peeling. Uh, also, I've discovered that I have lost more hair in the past year than I thought I had because there are places on my scalp that are just just sunburned. Like, it hurts when my hair moves. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know I'd lost that much hair. Well, the sun has been something... It, it's something different this it's, year. I think the hottest one we've done so far. Like, the ozone layer is just gone, and we're just walking around <laughs> in a microwave. It, it, uh. Now I have, a, I have yeah, something... The one that was three years ago was worse. Was it? I mean, dude, it, it hit 102. Yeah, but it was so hot that nobody could do anything, so we all just kind of sat under trees and stuff just just but to hide. It was hotter. I mean, yeah. It was hotter than it is today. It just, um, it just the, can't remember that. The humidity is a little bit higher. Well, the, the, heat, of, the heat's not what's been killing me. It, it's just something about the sun is, is burning me in ways that it never has before. The sun has never been kind to you. Well, you haven't the been outside is, in, like, how, how long? Yeah, it's well, it's all it's all fun and games for you guys. I don't. It's his vampiristic traits. I never have an issue with, with sunburn. Like I don't burn easily, and then it doesn't last, and then it goes away. But this this year at the fair, this this is like the worst sunburn I have ever had. Really? Did he just smack your sunburn? That's how I know y'all are brothers. Because as close as me and you are, I would never smack your sunburn mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. I just wanted to get punched in the nutsack. Mm-hmm. That's how I know y'all are really related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Harlan's not going to fight him. Harlan's going I am so going to screw up his taxes this year. He's going to get audited so hard. He doesn't even know it's coming. He's going to call me up. I just got a call from the IRS. My taxes are all screwed up. He's going to be like, hi, remember when you smacked my sunburn, asshole? Harlan doesn't do my taxes. No, he's going to make a call to his friend in the IRS. It doesn't matter who does your taxes. He's got connections. I have... It's it's a money lawyer network. I have an it's entire like the of master carnies that's in town this week. Mm, I mean, mm. do you really do you, you really you, want to mess with the grandmaster of carnies? You have screwed yourself. Yeah, he's got ties to the Masonic police force in California as well. I'm the grandmaster of carnies. They receive their jurisdiction from the same uh, authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, their their paper has our our state seal on it. They well, we kind of had groundskeeper Joff lift that because he has the keys to all the buildings. He did. He sent me this that that brother sent me pictures of the the most worshipful's office. Like, hey, buddy, look at this. But he still won't let me in there. Mm. He's just teasing you at this I point. Don't. He's like a troll carny dog at this point. He's messing with me. He knows how important this is to me, and he won't. He won't. You'll mm. be in there soon enough. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be in there as a job. I, I want to go in there and sit in his chair with my trousers off. That's that's <laughs> that's a thing. Josh can make this happen for me, and he won't do it. So, in all seriousness, I have to address Tony. This <laughs> part. Got it. And the chaplain. In all seriousness, I have to address Tony the chaplain on this podcast. I've said this to him in person, but I need to uh, digitize it for all of eternity. Night before last, I got up there a little late because I had a gentleman trying to arrest every child in the whole city. Oh, yeah, the volunteer deputy. Yeah, he was literally going to lock up. Hey, are you over 18? You're free to go. You 16? You might have been the one that told me F you. Because there's been a lot of kids on bicycles. He tells them to get off the bicycles. They tell him F you. That's it. You've assaulted my authority. You're going to jail. So I'm up there kind of dealing with that. And also, for the record, I was told F you by more kids on bicycles than I've ever been told in my whole life. I was like, huh, it's just like home. I feel like I'm at home right now. <laughs> Where's Amy? Did she put you up to this? I haven't heard F you this many times since when I was home, which was last week. Um, so I walk up. Harlan's got himself a beer and some pizza. And I'm like, all of the food's closed, man. Why is all the food closed? And I got a little bitchy. Because I was hungry and hot. Tony. He's like one of those Snicker Bars commercials. Yes. <laughs> Tony, however. Except Jason is more him when he's hungry. Yeah. 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 So, Tony walks over to the food trailer. Walks in it. Gets a corn dog. Walks back. Sets down. Eats said corn dog. Right in front of you. Granted, that's funny. <laughs> but he could have put one in his pocket... And after I got mad at him coming over there, eating the corn dog in front of me, handed me the other corn dog he received, you know, for me. Now, would you have really ate a corn dog that was in his pocket? No, but you know what I'm saying. He could have hit it behind his back. <laughs> There's lots of stuff he could have done. He could have acted like he was going to eat that one, but this one's really for you. And the worst part is, is he wasn't even hungry. He just ate it to spite me. And that's why he's fat. Tony, that is why you're fat, is because you will eat food to make other people mad. 
Is that I, the same I, night he brought them fries over there? No. Yeah. Yes. And he ate all of those fries after oh, you yeah. left. Freaky he ate those. Those things were made out of wax. Those are the ones oh, they put in the window to show you what they're selling. <laughs> and they the just travel ones. with the booth from booth to booth. Well, or from I, walked, event well, to event. I walked up and I was like, man, because I seen the fries sitting in front of me. I was like, dude, can I, have, you know, can I get a fry? Because they look good. He was like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you, I saw you spit that thing out too. You were I like, took Ugh. one bite and I was like, oh my God. Like, you took one bite? Tony took a bite and said, this doesn't taste that good. As he's putting another fry in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I took God. care of him last night, buddy. Nasty. Finally, you know? when he broke down to go get you that jungle juice that was all the way on the other side of the field. Yeah. <laughs> he and left I, him sitting there. Yeah. He was like, Harley, give me. Because he had some chafing problems going on, if you recall. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he's like, I can't walk. Harley, yes. put me on a golf cart, take me over there. If he was so been wearing corduroy pants, he would have started several <laughs> small fires. <laughs> so I took him over there, and then he went to go pour your, your jungle juice, and then I just left him on the other side of the field and came back. Then he had to I'm walk all that. the way back across the field in obvious pain. He had he had this mm-hmm. like this strut that was seven feet wide. He wasn't moving his legs. He was like waddling was somewhat waddling, like a like penguin, a, like yeah. just side to side and leaning forward with each waddle. You can see the sweat beating on his head and the pain on his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and like I didn't even feel bad about that because he had promised me that jungle juice when I first sat down. Mm-hmm. Then he got to talking, and I was like, Tony, my, th- my throat's scratchy. Tony, Tony. And then like an hour later, I finally get the alcohol, which I knew was a creeper, and still drunk the entire glass and half of another glass. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going home for a while because I could have a tooth pulled without filling it. So here I am. <laughs> yeah, you, and, and you piqued her interest when you said that, too. Yeah, well, that was not something good to say around people because people start pulling pliers and Leathermans out. Let's let's, let's test this theory. I, I don't. I'll do it. I was going to go to my truck. Let's let's see if this is true. You, well, you could have invented a new dental technique—a party plus a tooth pulling. But it's fun it's, times. Fun it's times. been it's been a been a good time. This it's, is it's been times. Some of them were fun. We always have fun. This man. is uh, this is the event we do every year. We talk about it's uh. We had a whole episode last year titled Sleepless, Sunburnt, and Hungover for yeah, Charity. I remember that one. You were on it. Yeah. You were here. We Part. brought you on to yell at you because you were running the fair last year. <laughs> then we he thought, came back we this thought you year. wouldn't yell at us in front of the entire internet. <laughs> he came back this year so he could return the favor to me. I do not blame him for doing that. Because mm-hmm. you've been very mean to us. I, I, oh. I have promised... Uh, your wife that I would not get on you. Oh. My wife's uh, meddling in lodge business now? <laughs> I have made no such promise, just to be clear. See, what I'm going for is is the last command one we had that rode every, everybody super hard got out of this job by Sunday. So I'm just kind of following in the footsteps. I'm waiting on that big conversation after the fair closes tonight about how y'all don't need me to do this anymore and... Then I'm going to smack a table, maybe flip it over and, and go home. And leave y'all to clean up overnight by yourselves. Nope. That's that's how Command 1 works. Can I smack him again? That's how Command 1 sure. works. Yeah. Yes, do, please do. I have a... F- <laughs> that's how Command 1 worked once. That was to keep us from murdering him. You don't have that choice. It's either murder or you stay. Mm. 
I will put you under the pitcher's mound. No one will ever find you. <laughs> you could just strap me to the back. I of one know of the where the keys to the back hole is for the public works department. Just, now, just you're screwed. Stick the body up under the bunkhouse. No one will notice the smell. The carnies will take care of it because they'll be like, "Did my kill us, dude?" No, not me. He is their we better take care of it. He is their. Uh, their oh yeah, that'll be that'll be a giant procession across the interstate. No, Twelve over fifteen carnies. There will be a shrine. Yeah, he will be entombed in this shrine, dude. They'll have hood ornaments made for their trucks exactly. in his image. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so, that's that's what it's it's going to be called the uh, the After Lodge Harlan Lodge, like like most worshipful Prince Hall Grand Lodge. It's the After Lodge Harlan Grand Lodge of Carnies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we, so one of the things that the majority of of our efforts at this fair have went to is building this super nice skate park in this town that is too small to have such a super nice skate that park. That is a nice skate park. I, I think is. I've said that before. Yeah. It is. I, I'm very proud of that skate it's park. It's a draw kids love it, man. Yeah. for every kid in the area, first of all. I mean, they come from, like, the neighboring cities. Neighboring cities come here to skate on that skate park. Yeah. And, and we made that skate park possible. Well, we paid for half of it. I mean, the other half came That makes it possible. Places, but, yeah. I mean, the other half of the money was there, but if our half wasn't there, the skate park would be either be a piece of pipe and a cardboard box or be what it is. We paid for it with the proceeds from this fair. Yes. So we put in all this work and we didn't want to close the skate park because it's on the grounds during this event. Mm -hmm. But we can't have kids on skateboards and bikes running through crowds of old people and such knocking them over and killing them. And so that we had that huge problem. And so I'm telling them, like, hey, we're going to have to close the skate park if you guys don't whatever. And then you did a scientific study, like Jane Goodall. You joined the teenage ranks. Because they all hated us. And whenever they're telling me yeah. F you, I'm like, you've got that place because of me. <laughs> and so you, like Jane Goodall, like climbed in a tree where the teenagers were hanging out and listened to them, watched Became one of them to where, like, they didn't accept you as part of the group, but they didn't attack you aggressively because you were there. They just let you be. And then you isolated the cool kids and then told them what we needed done. And I told you that night and made fun of you that night that that's never going to work. They just thought you were some old dude. And, uh, you know, it's not going to work. You, you've made nothing better. Now they're going to call their friends to bring more skateboards and bikes just to make you angry. And then I didn't see anybody on a skateboard or a bicycle last night. Yeah. Well, Marshall's fair, son fair. was one of those cool kids that I singled out. But, yeah. It, it just makes me very angry that you were right. They're high school kids, man. The, the social hierarchy is very easy to work with once you identify see? who's where. He Jane good all this shit up. <laughs> I mean, high school kids are kind of Ooh, that like, was the alpha male. Kind mm. of like, I mean, yeah, you can you could study them like, you know, yeah, like gorillas. So yeah. you're saying teenage children behave as primates? Yes. This is this is scientifically known for a long time. That explains why when you see two of them together that are male and female, they usually are touching each other somewhere, pulling bugs off yes. of one of them. Yeah. That explains the grooming habits of teenagers. I never put two and two together. No, I mean, you just you got to identify the the alpha set, and then they make it happen. Because all these kids love the skate park, like, and the cool kids are like the kids that love the skate park the most. So they're telling all the other kids, "Don't screw us over," because the mayor's not going to leave this open. It, it made sense. 
mean, because we're literally like begging people to go to skate park. Like, we want people to know about the skate park because we're proud of it. Yeah, because I, I don't think we've, we've mentioned on the show, like, we're not talking about some concrete half pipe with a rail on no, the side. We're, we're talking is, about, like, like a, a, a park. This is like two or 3,000 square feet. It's huge. Like, you could make a, like, competition there. Like, it it's... It is a nice park. It's really, really nice. I kind of wish I, I knew how to do any of that stuff just so I could Well, somebody left a, a bicycle up where the, the, the junior oh, cops, the yeah. piglets, were hanging out. Um... Because he didn't want to take it in the event because he wanted to go ride rides and stuff. And he left it up there where the junior cops were so that they figured, you know, if I leave it with the cops, the cops ain't going to steal it. <coughs> Excuse me. And so uh, he apparently forgot it. And so it was up there last night after close. And once I got drunk, we brought it over there with our stuff so nobody would, you know, hoof off with it. Yeah, I mean, it's a tiny, yeah, like, it's crowded a, city. It's a mongoose, a, if I remember yeah. from... You know, when I was a kid, Mongoose was was the bomb dog. Um, And so I sat down on it because I was thinking about taking it over to the skate park. And when I sat down on it, my testicles immediately began to hurt just by (laughs) sitting on this bicycle. And I said, nope, we're just going to get off of this and put it back where it was. And one of our security guys, he said, nope, I'm still young enough to do this. Rode over there. And as soon as he entered the skate park, a cop come around the corner. Skate park's closed. It's after midnight. Skate park's closed. And he's like, I'm doing security. I was just being goofy. I'll go now. Yeah. <laughs> Our uh, deputy almost got arrested again. He did some. Pulling into the ball donuts. field in his sheriff's cruiser. Lights, lights and siren on. Doing oh, yep. donuts in the ball field. City cops aren't a big fan of the county sheriff see yeah no it's 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 a jurisdictional nightmare oh yeah whatever that means i've just heard somebody say that and so i'm gonna say it again like i'm smart enough to know what that means basically he had slapped the cuffs on those kids at the government center where the city cops are headquartered the city cop police station like you could see it like there it is it would have gone all kinds of rock and hit it yeah oh yeah I, i don't recommend you do that but you throw a big rock and hit it. A two-handed rock, you could still That's throw and hit it. More like a boulder. I mean, you could just roll a rock. Just give it a little shove, and it'll hit the, the cop hangout, the cop hen house. Or, or give, you, give a bike a shove. Do you see the carny truck get stuck in the volleyball court? No. <laughs> oh, That's classic. Wow. Oh, he was coming around the back because he didn't want to drive around the long way like everybody else. Pulled right into that I'm sand. I'm like, hey, man, you can't, you can't pull through there. You don't want to pull. Hey, hey, hey. Cool. And then it just stuck. It's sand. sand. Why would you Why look at sand and say, "Yeah"? And then like some sand. other carnies went and got another truck, and they hooked a chain and like pulled it back out of there. And like he was cussing at him, using all kinds of carny slurs that I didn't even understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> they've got like their own language. And he pulled them out, and they went the other way. Oh, this dumbass. It wasn't the same one that backed over our fencing, though. His name's Bam Bam. I had oh. to talk with him. Bam Bam, you had to talk with Bam Bam. What did, did Bam Bam have to say for himself? That from like the Flintstones. Well, after I got done with him, I think he was so scared he was going to get fired and like stranded in Nowheresville, Pennsylvania, because mm. the carny was gonna, carnival was going to leave without him because he done he done pissed off the production group. I, I had him thinking the whole lodge was, was coming after him. And, I yeah. wanted to. That's I almost got in my car and ran him down. That's, that's why that's, he was so nice. Yeah, to he was also every time he saw somebody in a lodge shirt, you didn't notice like how how. Hey, buddy, how's things going? Everything Walked going? Up, all right? Anything I can do for you? Like. Yeah, mm. no, I, I terrified that guy. More importantly, uh, Tony just posted a picture of myself on Facebook, and uh, it was from behind where we were putting the stage together, and I just now realized I have a very large ball spot in the 
back of my head. <laughs> I'm a little pissed no one's told me this, including all of you gentlemen and my wife. Well, it is, you can see scalp yeah. for quite a ways. We well, thought you what knew. that is... That's, I did not no, that's, know. Because all of the... That's why all of the, the police cadets call you fat Jesus. Bald-headed Jesus. That's that's the spot where your, your kippa goes. I, I'm thinking about converting now because it would perfectly cover the bald spot. Yeah. I'm very... Because you can't really feel it, dude. Like, I don't feel bald there when I put my hand there. Like, I'm really that's, bald, dude. Like, is I'm, that where your, is that's that why where we wear those. Is? No. It's up front. Like, I know I'm losing it in the front. Like, it's it's now started in the back, and they're growing together to meet each other. I'm going to look like a damn koala bear in a year. Just shave it off, man. You see the, I'm going to have to again, right? That's the only no, option I have. You're doing the Ben Franklin look, dude. You got to let those sides grow out some more. That white. I don't know, man. That bald spot makes me look way older than I actually am. That, that's a horrible ben look picture. Way, he looked like that since he was 22. I'm going to need somebody to tell me to un, how to untag a dude on his... And I think Tony tagged the actual bald spot in the picture, like with that <laughs> little box. You got you got Ben Franklin rolling into a Masonic Lodge. He was probably like 19, 20, maybe 22, and he had that bald spot. People just thought he was old enough. Yeah, I'm very upset about guy. that. That is very... Mm. All right, you guys finish the show. I gotta, I gotta go get two mirrors. I, I went up there at one point. Jason's having this in-depth conversation about how awesome the Gunslinger books are, and like the inner details of the philosophy of this book, and and how big of a fan this person is of. This I know book. what you're gonna do. It was a 15 year old girl. That was a very smart 15 year old girl. Mm-hmm. That was a very very mm-hmm. intelligent 15 year old girl who she, reads a, a lot. Yeah, but she reads a lot. She's a very intelligent young woman. How about Bruce's, uh, <coughs> Bruce's like eight-year-old girl that bid him a good day? <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Did you hear that? No. no I didn't Tell the story, that. Mike. It's great. Well, uh, from what I understood, Bruce had these four kids come up to the Masonic booth to get those little sticky hands we were giving out, and they each took one, but the last one didn't want to, couldn't pick a color. So they, uh, sorry about that. So they. Like this one girl, Bruce is like, well, I'll just take two or three or something. And then the the girl picks one. She's like agonizing over the decision. It's like she's buying a new car. She's like, ah, the blue's nice, but the yellow, man, will stay sticky longer. I don't. Insurance on the orange one's going to kill me. Um, I don't know, man. And she's like seriously considering it. And then, and then she, she finally just picks one after Bruce tells her she can take multiple and then walks away. And then she turns around and says... I bid you a good day, sir. Like in a straight face to Bruce, and then just turns and walks away. Like Bruce straight lost face. his mind. He's like, "That's the coolest seven-year-old on the planet." That's it. I found her. That's her right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we've been doing this thing all week at the Mason booth when I'm there. Bruce has been doing it too where a kid walks up says can I have a sticky hand and we let him get one and then we, we see how many steps they can get away before we say you can have another one if you want it and see how fast they come back for the other one if it's worth the trip back to them <laughs> sometimes it's not they're like eh no one's good <laughs> it's too hot out here it's took too my long to walk. daughter yesterday around and she was walking around hamming it up with all the exhibits your Got daughter free stuff out of the, the light up novelty guy yeah well to be fair that was a bribe for yeah that was daddy <laughs> no, we had it, just got on to him what it over. was was uh, it was a marketing ploy that little 50 cent light up wand that she was walking around waving at everybody and then other kids are like ooh, and then their parents are like Where, where'd you get that and then he's down there grinning from ear to ear because he knew what he did. 
He's got mm. this little baby walking up and down the exhibitor aisle, waving his stuff around. Y'all ain't going to let me leave my booth? That baby can leave its booth. <laughs> he was just paying you she off to shoot she a was, She went to just every exhibit along the way and showed them like her little light-up wand thing. Like, hey, look at this. All right, look so i got to talk about this guy since we're anonymous oh, yeah. and everything. This guy comes every year. Marshmallow guns. He sells marshmallow guns, bubble shooters, toy guns, just the randomest, goofiest, novelty crap that's going to last the weekend before it's tore up. I bought one of them marshmallow guns last year. I bought one of those marshmallow guns one time, and I kept putting my mouth on the blowhole for the marshmallow gun and would take the breath in <laughs> to shoot the marshmallow out, and the marshmallow would come back through the pipe and down my throat, and I almost <laughs> choked it death four times on a marshmallow gun. Learn to breathe. As an adult. <laughs> and that's something I don't want in my obituary. Jason, after of After Lodge fame, died choking on a marshmallow from a children's toy that a four-year-old can use and not somehow die. But this grown man killed himself with Sympathy it. Sympathy gifts can be made to the American Diabetes Foundation. Funny. Anyway. So he shoots these marshmallows at everybody walking by. And it's like a blowgun, except he shoots marshmallows. Doesn't hurt. It startles you when he shoots you in the side of the forehead. It's freaking irritating. Oh, they do hurt, don't they, Harlan? And, I mean, if you hook him up to an air compressor, maybe. We're getting to that. Keep going. So, he covers the entire road in front of his booth with these marshmallows. Kids walk through there. It's hot. They're now stuck to their shoes, and now we have marshmallows on everything. 95 degrees and blacktop. The carnival guy came over, like, the the first night. Oh, okay. And he was griping at me. He was like, Man, my carney's trying to go to sleep, and they're out here with, with fingernail files trying to scrape marshmallow gunk off my rides. And yeah. three years ago, same gentleman with his marshmallow gun shot a cop. Yeah. The same cop who was trying to take every kid in the city to jail, mm-hmm. and he almost took him to jail for assault on an officer. Yeah. He <laughs> was seriously considering taking the marshmallow guy to jail. I'd reiterate that this is a volunteer deputy. For assault on an officer with a marshmallow. And I mm-hmm. told him, I was like, I, mm. I was like, officer, oh, I understand your point, but let's stop and think about what the booking papers are going to say. Gentleman assaulted officer walking by with a marshmallow. Really? <laughs> really? Do you really want to be the guy who they're saying, that's the guy that locks people up who assaulted him with a marshmallow? Do you really want to be the guy who's a cop that's doing it as a volunteer? Pays for your own uniform gun oh this guy's got a cruiser with like the light rack and 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 the it's a it's a thousands and thousands of dollar all the uniforms and the yeah because the way our system works is the county is only allowed to give you a badge they can't give you anything else. it's not your badge you've got to turn it back in if you're no longer a but that's the only thing you can use like you're not allowed to use the police equipment you're not allowed to they can't give you any resources at all you can get reimbursed for certain things when you're on an assignment, like if you... I think they assign you a radio, but you turn it in weekly or something nope. like that. Yeah, by the radio. You got to buy the radio yourself, yep. too? Yep. So most of the... The special deputy program serves a purpose in a lot of places. Well, like here, our, it kind of does. They'll they'll take it with these guys, and, and like yeah. they will only do it like two or three times a month, but yeah. they'll put on a uniform and go work a big ball game yeah, or something. Yeah, that's what they have them for across the country is so that the sheriff's department doesn't have to have all these extra deputies to do certain things that it's mandated to do that you don't need a specially trained police officer to do for instance the retired guys they'll go do security at the high school football game or or, or things like that where you kind of need need somebody there but you don't need somebody who's going to be able to handle 
Full so pleasing. They they serve they serve a purpose like that. Oh, the marshmallow guy. That's where we're oh, outside yeah. track. Go on. The big plan this year, and I haven't been able to make it make it materialize because we've been so damn busy with the fair. Was we were supposed to go to the hardware store and get one inch diameter PVC pipe and build a replica of one of his guns, but with a CO two cartridge on it and some camping size marshmallows. Wait till everybody leaves that night and then just smash the guy. <laughs> Not just one, multiples. Of like, them I, from I, I had You're the talking plans. like the potato gun of marshmallow yeah, guns. I had, yes, like, yes. I had the plans drawn up for like a, a magazine hopper for these marshmallows in a way that it would only shoot one out at a time, but you could have like a semi-automatic camp-sized <laughs> marshmallow gun. I probably have the stuff to make one at the house, man. I, well, you we have to make a fair time don't before. Have the, time. the time was a big thing. <coughs> Tony thought we should power propane. I, no, I think it should be like a two-man gunner situation where you've got a feeder, yeah, and then you've got your actual gunner. Yeah, we'll awesome. set up a little bunker, and whenever he loads his stuff up and he's he's riding it riding it down that road, we'll pop up above a table and, just and we'll scream it. something like "For the Lodge!" and then we'll just, bar. I wasn't going there, but okay. And then we'll just just <laughs> mow him down like he's a. I don't know, a war one foot soldier in the wrong place? I don't know. This is the first I've heard of this. So yeah. next year? I think we should do I've been this talking year. about can, it all season, How man. can we make it happen this year? Tony, ga- Tony scared me because he said we could do it with a propane cylinder so the marshmallow would be on fire. I and I was like, no, 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 oh. Tony, Tony, no. no. <laughs> we might have some work. Might be going no, we don't, we don't actually want to hurt the guy with like like marshmallow See, napalm. We just... <laughs> exactly, because it would be half melted. It would stick to his no, clothes no. and he'd just go up and no, fight. No, you don't understand. We'll have two guys off to the sides throwing like unopened boxes of Hershey bars and graham crackers and just pelting him in the head with... Make some snores, you mother... <laughs> no, we could, we could do that. Yeah, I know. I, I swore it was appropriate at that time. <laughs> Leave in the mother part. Take out the effort part. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could get one of those... Uh, one of those... What do they call those when you're, you're doing trap shooting and it throws the disc Clay up in the shooter air. thing? Yeah, what's the name of the device? The, the, the device that slings know. it, though. It's a device slinger. I forget what it's called. It's a slinger. Anyway, put some graham crackers oh, on. Put some graham it. crackers and Hershey bars on that thing. We'll just we'll just hammer this guy down in the. Then we could all yeah. stand before the honorable judge. We are arraigned in front of him. Be like, we, we get thought it. we were doing him a favor. We could stand there with a clear conscience. That lodge is a member of the, or that lodge. That, that lodge judge is a member, is a of, member judge. of this fraternity. And when we explained our case to him, He's gonna it, laugh. It, it would all be dismissed. I, I mean, I'd stand in front of the preacher, God, anybody, and be like, I'm all right with my actions there. The I don't. mayor would find it hilarious. The only problem we'd have is is I'd have to explain this to the most worshipful, because this is well known to be an event that's done by our lodge, and we're out there in our I would just tell shirts. him, whenever he's asking questions, I would tell him, just so you know, they did not confiscate our potato marshmallow gun. Yeah. Just letting you know. Well, I was thinking you don't want to be walking. You don't want to be walking out to your huge Cadillac one day after a hard day at the Grand Lodge and you have us ha- get offered some s'mores. I'm just saying, <laughs> we know where the marshmallows are. I'm just saying. No, I I really really wanted to do this and then just ran out of time. I I I feel like this has to be done. I, I'm how much willing. Time, I mean, how much time is it? Mike's is it really, got one really of them. Like I was gonna, you you get the PVC pipe, you fit it together. How long do you think it takes to make that? The PVC pipe itself, well, giving you're not gonna have like uh, the mouthpiece. Just, know, a, just a straight just, piece would work. The, the hard part was figuring out how to get the air compression working. 
They make those valves. Somebody got a portable air compressor, like one of those ones you just pick up and put somewhere, because that, that could work, too. Yes, I do. There but you that, go. That, but that's not going to be enough pressure. Those CO2s oh, yeah, would. No, 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 more you, pressure, isn't you, it? You, you can about 90 pounds of pressure out of that thing. Yeah, you'd be fine I mean, with you, air compressor. All of a sudden, but you got to have a good valve for that to, to well, pop it open. That's what you do with the, the PVC pipe. You narrow it down so that the nozzle from the air hose fits in there, and then he just he hits it. Glue it all. Glue all the pipes together to get to the small enough yeah. to fit the air hose. Like you don't have a full size air hole like you would have. I get you. For yourself. Load the marshmallow yeah. in the end of the barrel of the big, and then just pull the trigger. Of see the now I see us as he's coming down that aisle. One of us stepping out like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. <laughs> the guys behind him holding the air but compressor. But the problem is. Uh, that air compressor, I mean, it's only good probably for one or two shots. Well, I mean, we're only that's get all we're gonna need. Two. Okay, that's all we're gonna one need. One in each eye. <laughs> we'll go to that, gentlemen. Now's the I time when I, I bring up the uh, Rico yeah. statue. Now's the time fellows. we go outside and see who's the best shot, so we know who's the trigger man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like uh, that this is a a Rico type conspiracy that we've just hatched on the air in the Marine Corps uh, range. We got a guess. I mean, I mean, we'd have to. I mean, mean, you'd have to take turns because. Come on back, man. Come on in. Who is it? I can't tell. I still can't see. Somebody new, different, you don't know. Okay. Howdy. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, brother. Oh. I'm going to pause second. this thing. Refreshingly real ginger taste. Grab a Canada Dry ginger ale. Real ginger, real taste. And we're back. Thank you to Canada Dry Ten for that uh, commercial. <laughs> you know you we can't. On you can't find Canada. I was having Harley was going to be at my house a couple weeks ago, and so I go try to buy Canada Dry Ten to have at the house as a joke because nobody's going to drink it except for Jack. I couldn't find anything but Diet Canada Dry. Like, I couldn't find a 10 <laughs> 2-liter, a 10 12-pack. I couldn't find a 10-nothing. I think they've stopped making that. Did you hear they're going to come out with a clear Pepsi again? What? Yes. Clear Pepsi's like green ketchup, dude. It doesn't work because you look at it and you're like, this doesn't it taste right, but it's what is this? This this feels weird. They're coming back out with it, man. They should not it's do that. That is a horrible idea. It's like New Coke. Mm-hmm. Remember New Coke? Yep. Everybody was ready to riot over Coke. But New Coke was a conspiracy from the beginning, though. To change over to high fructose corn syrup in the time it was down so you wouldn't notice the day they switched yep. over. Yep. Surge Energy Drink was back for a while, and then it went away again. It made me sad. You I know what I miss? Big fan of some I miss Surge. clearly Canadian wild cherry. That stuff was awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Right Surge was the, uh, was the trailer park fuel of my child years. It was Red Bull before Red Bull. Yeah, it was it was everywhere. Kids were on it, and now I can't find it anywhere. Jote Cola was nice. It tasted like a bad RC mm-hmm. that made you twitchy. When did we live in a trailer park? Like you were too young to remember. Half of my life? Oh, maybe I have those years blocked out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's pretty traumatic. They'll come back to you when you're like 30-something, and you'll well, feel really bad. We're on really the bad. south end of town by the river. Before Please we, tell me you didn't live in that one that's named after the army base, but nobody from the army would ever live there. Uh, we did for a while, yeah. The fifty percent, the, the one on a hill. There's a hill named no, for that, that town. Oh. Not that one. No. Right next to the railroad tracks, like the train, literally ran four feet away from the yeah, back of the trailer. Yeah, this one's called. Uh, it's called uh, like Tank Acres. Oh, except that something else. Yeah. 
Yeah, the rust ratio on that, the carny inspectors would be there all day. They would... Uh, rusted so I've bad on with, some of them trailers, you can see people in there watching television. I've dealt with more bureaucrats <clears throat> for this fair than I think we've ever had to deal with before. The health inspector's kind of a dick, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Well, the health inspectors were, were on our case this year. The, the ride inspectors, the insurance people were up in here. I had to work stuff out with the city attorney. We didn't get it finalized until the second day of the event. And you know what I think I it is? I don't know. Who ran for county government and lost? No, 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 no. You know what I think it is? I think it's the, the carnival guy we have. That's possible. Because they've never done... Last year, Tony was still running for office, and we didn't have any of these problems, but we had a legitimate carnival outfit. We had the health inspectors. We did, but they, they came, they did their thing, they were gone. That's true. Like, this year, the the carnival they inspectors... They never have a problem with, the, with the, our, the, our food vendors at all. No. Well, no, our food vendor is the best food vendor in the area. Well, no, they went through they went through that guy's food, like, in five minutes. They They were there for a while with the carnival guy's food. And the ride inspectors were there for like four hours with the carnival guy. I think he's just like they they just they hate him, so they I feel as those are vendetta there somewhere. Well, yeah. I feel like we're gonna find out that last year he killed fourteen kids and paid to have it covered up and that's why they're all over him. Yeah. They must have been be under that. the carny trailer. Like like well, that thing on the wheel just like broke off and just rolled down like a main street and mushed cars and like a Godzilla movie. And then uh there was the the insurance stuff. We didn't have insurance finalized and officialized. I, I was working with the city attorney and the city clerk until like halfway through day two of the event. That's scary. Yeah, <laughs> I could say it now because it's all it's all in the clear and no one's been hurt. So if they get hurt today, we're we're good and covered. But yeah. Okay, there it goes. My Jay- heart just started beating again. I was about stopped to say, for was like Jason Clark. stopped for a long time. I was like, oh, this is it. I'm coming to join you, Elizabeth. Oh, and then and then there's. Uh, who, oh, the fire marshal. We had the, the, There's never been a fire marshal. I've never seen that ever. Stuff. And this year was a big deal. The, the fire department had to come clear all this stuff. I'm pretty sure it's because of our carnival vendor. I well, you know, he, you can because he's tell, a local act. You can tell how good our carnival was last year because of how many people perpendently fell over cables and everything else in the carnival. Yeah. This year they look around like I ain't getting anything out of here. I'm not going to act like I'm hurt. Yeah. We haven't had a single person fall. That like, guy that we brought out last year, though, was way too big of an operation, even for our large city fair. That's like... He's a state fair yeah. kind of guy. I mean, he's... Yeah. yeah, that was way too... He was overpowering mm-hmm. and too expensive. Oh, yeah. So... For our community. Yeah. We got stuck with the local guy, and... Uh, and then Harlan leaves to go take a phone call on setup day, and I'm the only one there. And our sound guy, who's like the best sound guy in the area that we get a pretty good deal with because, you know, he's kind of doing it to help us out and he's the best sound guy in the area. He's the guy that's booked all the bands for us. We just gave him free reign, let him pick the bands. And our food guy, who's the best food guy in the entire state, who does mm-hmm. all the food for our state fair, top notch guy. Multiple state fairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Top notch guy. travels all over the country to do this stuff. Like, the best one of these guys. Like, if if it's a higher end event, this dude's the guy doing the food there. They're almost coming to blows in the parking lot. And Harlan's gone. And I'm like, uh, guys, um, I don't think it's either one of y'all's fault. I think you're both spectacular individuals, but I just think this fit. Man, like, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do, but, like, (laughs) Like, I think it's just a big misunderstanding, and uh, I love both of you, and uh, you're scaring me a little bit. And then Harlan comes back, and he's like, I was gone for five minutes. What did you do? And I was like, I don't know what happened. They both hate each other now. 
you, hey, you, hey, if you, you saw last, though, if you saw right? last night, they were shaking hands. Everything's everything's cool. Well, I mean, after that performance, took from a lot Jason, of I would smoothing laugh. over. I mean, but uh, but the best point. part of it is we had this huge tent. Yeah. We had to to put up, and me and Harlan were going to have to start. Me and Harlan and and Red were going to have to start putting up by ourselves. And realizes he's made the guy who brought the tent. I said the name. I'll explain later. Food guy realizes. Food guy, I can't say food guy. You can say food guy. Food guy realizes he's made sound guy mad. And he thought sound guy was going to help us erect the tent. And then he felt bad for us, so he got two of his paid workers, and he himself, a millionaire, is over there building this tent with us because he's thinking we're no longer going to have his help because he got mad at him. And felt bad. It was over. I'm like, I don't tell him that he was just dropping this off. Don't tell him he was just dropping this off. He's helping us. He knows what he's doing. We don't know what we're doing. It worked out fine. The whole reason we had to put up the tents because it didn't work out fine. Because normally we have the the county jail inmates come out and erect that tent, and they did come out and erect a tent. The wrong tent. But somehow they they got the wrong tent. So that tent's still sitting out there next to the other tent that we had to put up. That tent's being used, though. So are they taking down both? Are the inmates going to take down both? Yeah, I got it. I got it squared away. We'll we'll work out event details off air. But uh, after action meeting, Mikey. After action meeting. No, it's a giant pole frame tent. It's like 30 by 45 feet, and we had, what, four guys putting that thing up? Yeah, well, but food guy is the one who's like, "Mm, this goes here, that goes there. Give me that. Do this. Do that. He's like directing the whole thing. I'm like... I am so glad you made the sound guy mad because I would have been here like 16 hours putting this together. He started his foray into the business world as a tent company before he got into food catering. So, yeah, he'd, he'd seen all of this. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I, I love his guys were sitting there. He's like, you're the boss, but you really want us to put their tent together? Yeah. And he's like, yes, I'll do it, but this is stupid. <laughs> and then every, every time they did something. I'm saying again, this is stupid. I'm doing it, and I, I'm, you know, I'm going to do it for you. But this is stupid, dude. We shouldn't be doing this. Well, and the other gimmick there is because I was involved somehow. If that ten ends up collapsing on the band that's playing on the stage, the food guy's got the big insurance policy, and he helped us put it up. Oh yeah. Which that tent might that tent? Well, because it's leaning, we took this this tent that's designed to be equal on all four sides. And we put eight foot poles in the back and like 14 foot poles in the front. So this tent is leaning backwards. It's it's staked in reverse and it's just it's waiting on a good gust of wind to, that, to oh, kill an entire band of musicians. Oh, that night before we put the stage up, I was laying we under. We got thunderstorms today. T- uh, <laughs> that night before we put the stage up, I was I was taking a little little rest laying in that field, laying under that tent and a little tiny gust of wind come. Like maybe not even enough to buy like blow paper off of a table, and the tent started rocking like six feet back and forth, and I got up and moved back to the sun. <laughs> I kind of no, no. Yeah, so this is uh. And then I kept telling people that we're worried about the tent. I was like, look, the only people who's gonna be under here is bands. They're just like one step above a carny. They're not civilians. They're not regular people. <laughs> Nobody. No, they're not be real missed. people. They're cover bands. They haven't written an original song. You don't know them. So, um, we've talked for an hour about our lives this week, which has been this fair. Zero Freemasonry content. As everyone, and it was all Freemasonry content. content. Yeah, I mean, this is this is what our lodge has been doing as as a lodge for the entire week. No, for the past six months. Well, yeah, but it's 
That's not the entire lodge. That's this is the orgasm at the end of the act. Yeah, this is the this is the part you came for. I mean, this is when everybody's out there. The old past masters that didn't have any part of it until now, and they they come rolling out. Where the hell are they at? I haven't seen well, them. Uh, there was one, one that was showed there. up on Wednesday yelling at me that we should have had this done by Monday, and I was like, "Where were you on Monday?" <laughs> I was talking about the other one that just showed up and said, "Where do you need me?" And he was the last one I ever expected to show up and help with the fair. Which one's this? I must not have seen him. The guy that Tony talks to after Lodge every week. Oh, what the He's there every year. Yeah, he's there well, he's always year. there. He comes and like hangs out with us and whatnot. But, but he's I, I, working. He just yeah. doesn't put on a staff shirt. But he does what we need him to do yeah. every single year. I mean, he's out in the beer Speaking garden. Of which, did he get mad? Uh, apparently, uh, my wife was saying that he just like, last night he just got up. Stomped off to his car. He didn't stomp off. That's she, she just doesn't know him. He, that's what he does when he's ready to go home. She, he, was, well, she was asking me. And I was like, no, I didn't even see him. No, no, no. That, he, it, it's kind of odd how he leaves because he he's, stays till he's ready to go. When he's ready to go, he's not like, well, guys, I guess I'm gonna head to the house and then talk for another five minutes. He's like, boys, I'm leaving. I'll see y'all later. And then he gets up and walks to his car and kind of walks mad. Generally, it's. I think he's mad because of his age. He can't hang up like he used to. So. He's just really mad that he's like, I, I got to go He home. waits to the point where it's I, I, like, I have to leave right now. I don't want to go, but I got to go home because I'm he getting old and I got to sleep. Because you know when Damn I it. leave, I wind up smoking four more cigarettes. I'm like, all right, guys, I'm leaving. Then I stand up for 20 minutes like close to the door. He, he's one of my favorite older oh, guys. Oh, man. dude, he's awesome. Oh, he's God, awesome. I love him to death. But, yeah, even but that's how I've he leaves. Heard, even though I've heard the same story 15 different times, 15 different versions. And you know they're all, well, you know they're all true because the major facts of it Stay are the same every time. He adds details and takes away details, but the major facts of the said story are the same. Yes. Yeah, we can't share those stories on the air. Most of them are criminal in nature. We have. We're just not going <laughs> to tie these stories to him. Arson and yeah. burglary and... Picking up a kid on an interstate. Kidnapping. Because it's a, it's a brother's daughter. I was just going to take her home. human trafficking. <laughs> yeah. Where'd she live? Texas? <laughs> so maybe we should, just as a, a bone to the audience, throw out an answer to couple of things what really well one of them i wanted to bring up because our good friend chris the past master the past asked, girl asked the question his lodge is gifting a new lodge with their altar bible at a dispensation ceremony and he's putting in pages for signatures for this bible should it be the members lodge officers and then the grand master district deputy grand secretary and so on or should it be the members lodge officers and all of the grand lodge it should be whoever's present the night it's presented, exactly. in my personal opinion. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a special night, and you know, it, it needs to be documented. Those guys don't need to get credit for something they had no hand in. I, I kind of take the mind that, well, it's a dispensation, so I take the mindset that it should be like the ones here. It's the Grand Master and the Grand Secretary. Whoever's there. I mean, if the whole Grand Lodge comes, have Well, even Grand if Lodge they're not it. there, the only two Grand Lodge people that sign the thing is the Grand Master and the Grand Secretary, because that's what you need. Well, he's talking about the Bible, it's not the, Bible. the charter. Yeah, but it's not the charter. So, I mean, the Bible needs to be signed by everybody should, in attendance of, the, it, of that night. At least the Grand Master. Maybe just the Grand Master. And then whoever was there that night. Hopefully the Grand Master was there yeah. that night, considering it's the first meeting of a new lodge. I don't know if he've ever, he's ever talked about his lodge, but, you know, like, one of his lodges is a lodge that's on a college campus. It's literally on a college campus... It's basically just for college kids. College kids. He yeah. wants them four years, then he wants them to go home to their lodge. Like yep. older members make up made up the original officers of the lodge, and then they brought in kids and put them in the chairs. Yeah, I've kids. I mean, college tried to push adults. for that a long time, and I never get anywhere with with the Grand Lodge folks. 
Everybody stop and look at him. Mike, you got somewhere to be? Was that your alarm, buddy? Was that your 90 by alarm? My hmm? phone is on silent. Oh, it's good it now that we're ending the show. Alarms. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, but my point was, is that's the only lodge I know of that has a reason to go dark in the summer because no there ain't nobody there. there. <laughs> They're all in Daytona Beach. Girls gone wild. That, what? Really? That's not they, a thing they filed, anymore. They filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, that, that dude went to, to prison. Yeah, that guy went to jail. Yeah, he really did. Wait, so is this is this company available for purchase now? Uh, probably. Probably. Hmm. Let's talk after the show. Okay. I don't have any connections or anything. I just read the news where he went to jail for stuff. Joe Francis, I believe. What did he go to jail for? I can't remember. Uh, a lot of those girls were not 18. No, that ain't what he went to jail for. No, they no. got him once for that, but he got, like, probation. It was... Uh, something about money. It was some kind of fraud or something. Yeah. He was not a very nice man from what I hear. Or isn't. He's, he's still in jail. Well, he had to keep his pimp hands strong. I think it was more like he got film of people and then made them pay maybe to not release footage or something like that. I don't know. It seemed... Was he an Italian guy? Well, no, but you know, there was a whole lot of... And I don't know if this is what it is. I could be confusing the two in my mind, but there are a whole lot of these ex-girlfriend sites where people yep. could post pictures. And if you found your picture on one of those, they would take it down for like a $300 fee. Oh. So it was like an extortion ring as well as driving traffic to the site because people were posting pictures of their ex-girlfriends. Is it like a revenge type thing? Revenge porn. Which is pretty sleazy. You would just it send is. that to your buddies. You wouldn't post it on the internet for everybody. No, Jason just does that on the on the bulletin board here at the lodge. But to your ex girlfriend, yes, uh-huh. not my own. I'm setting you up. Yeah. Murder and treason, man. Uh, I think that was that was. Oh, the other one. This isn't really a uh, a question as much as it's just something I thought was kind of cool. Uh, Van Gogh, Denam. I'll never say his name right. Pointed out that uh, the folks in the Netherlands refer to what we call after lodge as Zivand Grad or the seventh degree. Here in the States, we refer to after lodge in, in a lot of lodges. It's just called the South. Like, you know, we're all going to retire to the South. It means we're going to go out and, you know, eat, drink if you're not in the United States. Uh, and, and all of the, the breaking bread happens in the South. Apparently in the Netherlands, it's called the seventh degree don't know why he says he doesn't know why i just thought it was interesting so i That's wanted to share cool. it the makes it sound mandatory degree. yeah oh that's, it that's the way it should yeah. be yeah 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 i agree with that it's it's actually pretty interesting so uh so let's go to the netherlands and we'll go no thanks yeah, well, well wait a minute amsterdam, amsterdam. never mind i'm going yeah. let's do this mm. i'm in let's do it just clicked. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just now figured that out. We're not out. firing on all cylinders right now, Marsh. We got to go back out and do this fair again for one last night. The big last hoorah. Uh, we're going to make a lot of money, and then we're going to give all that money away. I'm still gathering. But we're power. still going to have the memories. No, we won't. This this is a big event. Yeah, like like we, we talk about this event. It's our entire lodge gets tangled up in this event. I mean, we're, we're well, talking... Well, the thing of it is, in a week from now... A lot of we money. All, uh, well, a week from now, we all start talking. It's like, oh, yeah, we had a great time. We had a good no, time. No, a week from now, we're getting ready for the other one we're going to do oh, where we're going to yeah. be murdered. Well, yeah, well, a week after that. It's Normally, we, we forget about all of the sunburn and the pain and the... Yeah. Because, I mean, this really is a good time. I mean, we really... I mean... Uh, 
we we all really have a good time. We have a lot of fun writing out those checks too. I, I gripe about it, but you know, yeah. it's we do it's it for a good purpose. We may or may not disappear after the next event, though. the city police for the next event, or you know, oh, they're different. they're they're waiting for us to screw up. Yeah, they wanted exactly. to arrest us all last year, but yeah. the event went too well. Yeah. yeah, the first year it's a bad event. The mayor's like, I well, can't now pre- the mayor's tangled up in a sex yeah. scandal. When so the mayor says to them, <laughs> I, "I can't protect them no more," then it's just it's we're we're going to be getting the rough ride, right? Then well, we won't. I do yeah. know the assistant the assistant chief down there has probably got a, a, a little mark on me because. I believe you threatened to kill him. Yeah, I'm not sure what that, that conversation was, but he turned ghost white and his hand went to his gun. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he Marshall's either dying or going to jail or he's going to kill a cop. But either way, it's not going to be good. And well, or all just, of the above. Well, I mean, I didn't threaten him. I just told him to go, yeah, himself. <laughs> yeah, and get you know, you know, if he wanted to do the event, he's more than welcome to do it. Maybe if we need not, to put these cops on some carny rides. Alone. Those cops yeah. are not the cops who are going to get it. They're, no. they're a much different attitude. Yeah. They got they got a stick up their butt. They are. Sirs mm. business. Just a stick? Or Sirs. Sirs. It's one of their big batons. It's not just a stick. It's not like a little twig. It's it's their baton. That's where they keep it for emergencies. The big black batons. <laughs> they, they love having big black batons <laughs> wedged. <laughs> uh, on the inside of their dark recesses. After, after that event was over last year... I avoided that town. Like I got on the interstate. I, I take, live on I the other the side of that town. Detour. I drive through it every day. I took the, I would take the detour around that town. So that's why you took your decals off your car. <laughs> I would pull up to one at a red light on accident and be like, "Oh," oh and be shit. looking around. Oh man! I mean, what's, I, what's over there? Who's that over there standing on the corner? What's going on over here on this other side of my car, not opposite of the and lights green cop? And there he goes. I, oh, I'm having car trouble. Can't go from the light. Oh, there it goes. Okay, I'm going to make the first right. (laughs) I dodged that town with more fervor than I dodged the town out by the river after those two cops were part of that outdoor Master Mason degree. And I was telling everybody, take your stickers off your car if you're driving through that town for the next week. Oh, well, there was <laughs> there was a point at that event last year where like we were all just so fed up with their attitude and their behavior oh, yeah. towards us that like we were just now smarting off to cops. Like the thing I've always taught my kids not to do: if it's a cop, I don't care. He could be like the worst cop on the planet. You still yes sir, no sir, and listen to him. Now I'm like, yeah, what up, pig? <laughs> well, you looking at me like at four, man? I don't care. Take me, Johnny. First time I've been there. <laughs> so we'll doubt that one. Oh that's, well, that's it. That's uh, the end of the show. Is when we're both in the ground due to police action. Yeah, I mean we're going to be put in the back of a back of a van with with no straps and and taken on the rough ride. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have my spine broken. It's going to be great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Close it down. Hey, uh, brother squared. What? what you got going on tonight? Oh, you're going to be at the fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be at the fair. We're all going to be at the fair. See y'all at the fair in like 25 minutes. Yeah. All right, brothers. Thanks for listening to episode 76. That number just keeps ticking up. The After Lodge Podcast. Brought to you from the smoke-filled back rooms of a local lodge near you. You can check out the show notes for this or any other previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodgegmail.com. Best place to find us is on the Freemasonry or After Lodge subreddits, and my personal favorite on IRC, because IRC is still a thing, it's still cool, at irc.snoonet.org. 
Pound sign, cool. Freemasonry. What's IRC? Get out. <laughs> All right, brothers. We'll see you on the other side of this fair. Peace. Later. Uh,